This is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dude to Bet Sports show. It's the unofficial official beginning of college football season. It's kind of the beginning of uh, our show again. We've kind of been here and there with it at times doing racing and and other sports. But with football back, you know it's going to be all about that. Papa Dude, how excited are you for the first actual week of college football? Oh, I'm very excited. And uh, Aaron, I think this is year 23 of you and I going to uh, OU football games with season tickets. Yeah. We've been before. And uh, man, does it seem like 23 years? It does not. It doesn't at all. No, we got the tickets in 2000. And of course, uh, OU accidentally wins the national championship uh, in 2000. Uh, does it seem like it's ever been in anywhere close to as fun as it was the first year we had them? Well, if you'll remember me, me being an old veteran and you being a, a babe, actually, you were what, 17 years old, 16? Yeah, I was a junior in high school when they won it. I, yeah. I told you after that season, you would never see another one, no matter what, whether we won a national championship again. Yeah, you would never see it because that was a once in a lifetime year. And uh, I know you're going to argue with me, but it just feels a lot like that to me this year. I don't know whether this team can do it. I don't know. But there are so many similarities. Brand new coaching staff. uh, Excitement like never before. I don't remember. It's been a long time. uh, Back probably to... Uh, I don't know. Baker, obviously, the excitement level was fantastic when Mayfield was there simply because of him. Uh, probably his senior year was probably the most, uh, the last time I was this excited. Uh, yeah, I agree. There is excitement. Hopefully that excitement lasts throughout the season. Um, and yeah. wins will, will be the only way that happens. There's excitement at a lot of schools. I think we definitely are one of them. Uh I think our fan base is more excited than the rest of the country. And that's all right. I kind of like that uh, about OU. Yeah. I mean, I can remember you know, Sam Bradford years is uh, 2007, 2008 was pretty exciting and Baker. Yeah, but you're right. It's, it's went downhill in a big way and hopefully, uh, you know, we kind of round it back up into form. Uh, I, so. I, I didn't, I, I started to say Bradford because really that's the last time I really thought about winning a national title. Even when Baker was there. Yeah. Defense was so bad that, you know, senior year we could have won it because our offense was just dynamic and our defense was decent enough to give us a shot and he was something else. And that was exciting. But in the back of our minds, I think we all knew, got to have some sort of defense to win. And we just didn't really. So I'm excited. I don't know how many games they'll win. Uh, The attitude has changed so much down there. Some of the uh, things that are going on, I love being an old football coach and our old coach, and it's just refreshing. Some of the things that Brent Venables is doing, uh, the press conferences, you get two questions in because he won't shut up. He just goes on and on and on. You can tell the guy is so excited he can't hardly contain himself. He is so happy to be there. Again, he will be an absolute legend if they win, and that's going to be the key. Um, everybody, Everybody's in love with the coach before he coaches his first game. And that's – that's uh, I, I just – I can't keep yeah. saying that enough. To I know. 
I know he can talk the talk. Now we got to walk the walk, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So, but look, uh, I'm excited that we're actually going to get to see a game. It's, it feels like it's been forever since that season ended because with OU, if you're an OU fan, it's just like, Oh, it's one thing after another. Yeah. Like, will we ever play? And I know uh, as Russ already has picks on here and we're going to go through the games. It's just yeah, Russ, good to see you. a place like Arkansas that Russ roots for. I know they're, God, they're excited and what a schedule they've got in front of them. Every week's going to be fun for them. So um, well, you know, with a schedule like they've got, they have a chance to win the national championship or get to the game. All they got to do is win every game. Of course, that's a little bit easier said than done, but you know, when they play that kind of schedule, they're there if they can do it. So. Arkansas is definitely one of the teams that if they lose one, they can still make the national title for sure yeah. uh, with that kind of schedule. So it's going to be fun. All right, let's do it. Let's get right into it. Let's not waste any more time. I'm going to pull up the games now. Um, and listen, we will start with Thursday. That's when the, the, the first one is, and we're going to do top 25. So I will do the Thursday top 25s. And then if Papa dude's got another one, he wants to throw in on that day, we will do it as well. To kind of kick us off, we'll do top 25s for each of these days. Central Michigan and Oklahoma State kicking it off at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports 1. The Cowboys coming off a great season where they went 12-2. and two. They have lost some players uh, to graduation, especially on the defensive side of things. New defensive coordinator. They're a 21.5-point favorite to kick it off against Central Michigan out of the MAC. All right, Papa Dude, who are you going with? Well, you have to go Oklahoma State, but when you look at the line, they have a history of not playing well against lesser opponents early in the season. So they have lost a lot on defense. Uh, they lost uh, their best receiver and their running back also. So they're missing some key ingredients, and they're, they're banking their fortunes on offense on Spencer Sanders, who's an incredible talent, but he also makes a ton of mistakes. I wouldn't bet this game because it could get out of hand late. I think Central Michigan will give them a game for a while. But at 21 and a half is probably about right. But it could be close for a while. I think I'd stay away from it, though. I'm going to bet Central Michigan in this game. Well, and listen, I'm not a hater of Oklahoma State at all. Let me be very clear about that. Well, I think you are. I just want to listen. Last year, here's what happened. Here's I'm going to tell you, just tell you, be straight up before I make one pick to start this year. <laughs> Last year, I didn't do the homework. I just was like, I know these teams, and I've been following this. And oh. once you get serious into picking and gambling on sports, you realize you better look at the analytics and you better look at the stats, or you're going to get embarrassed. And so, really, what turned that around for me was baseball this year because I I don't watch baseball and I don't know the players. I strictly just looked at stats the whole year, and it's been my best sport by a, by a long shot. So that's how I'm looking at college football this year. I'm not. I'm not doing. You know, I'm not coming into this cocky. Here's why I'm taking Central Michigan plus the 21 and a half. I want to be very clear. Their offense was very good a season ago. The quarterback is back. He only turned the ball over six times last year. The running back was a MAC Player of the Year. I think this offense is decent. I think they're they're an offense that are it's going to be a little bit tougher to stop. You look at Oklahoma State; they've lost a lot of guys on the defense. They lost their coordinator. I could see Oklahoma State struggling a little bit to stop Central Michigan. I'm not saying the whole game. I'm saying maybe for a half. You brought it up, Oklahoma State. A lot of people look at them and think, "Wow, they're they're an explosive team. They've got a lot of." That's really not what they were last year. 
Yeah. They're kind of a grinded out type of team. Spencer Sanders is not a guy that's going to throw it all over the yard on you. Listen, I could get burnt right off the bat, but I think the smartest play is Central Michigan plus the 21 and a half. I think it's going to end up something like 34 to 24. That That's my, my view of this game. And again, it's not really a knock on Oklahoma State. It's a tough opening draw out of the MAC. And you might laugh and say, well, that's stupid. But listen, this team went 9-4 last year, Central Michigan. They played Missouri within 10. They went to LSU. They played them within 18. They've got enough, I think, to keep it fairly close. Okay. No comment. All right. You totally disagree to start. No, no, I don't. I I just want to make it very clear. I it's not a knock on Oklahoma State. It's looking at the two teams and saying, well, Central Michigan could give them some problems. I'd say the same thing about Oklahoma if they were coming in there. I think their offense is good enough to keep the spread under that 21 and a half. If you'll remember what I said, this game is questionable. I just have some better ones. I'm going to go that route. I've got some ones I'd rather bet than that one. All right, well, let's move on. Maybe this is another one. West Virginia and Pittsburgh, and this rivalry is back, and I'm excited for it. I think this is going to be a hell of a game. Uh, West Virginia, decent last year, but nothing special. I mean, they weren't really decent. They were average, I should say, at six and seven. Pittsburgh, great year last season, won the ACC, went to a BCS Bowl. Now, Kenny Pickett is gone. He's playing for the big Pittsburgh team, the Steelers. Games at Pittsburgh, seven-and-a-half-point favorite for the Panthers. All right, let's hear it. Do you like this game? I do, and I'll tell you. What made Pittsburgh different from every Pittsburgh team there's been in the last 20 years? Quarterback. Kenny Pickett, right? He's not there anymore. Okay, he was probably responsible for three or four wins for them. I think they're back to seven and six, just like always, which is exactly what West Virginia is. Here's what I'm interested to see. JT Daniels, who was the starting quarterback for the national champions until he got hurt, is now at West Virginia. Is he good enough to push them over the top and win this game for the Mountaineers? I think he's I think they've got a shot. I don't know if they win, but I think they can beat that spread. And I like them in this game, just like Russ does. Yeah, Russ said uh, right before we even got on the air, Russ posted those, or maybe right when we started, said he likes West Virginia plus the seven and a half. All right, we're going to agree on this one. You don't have to look at me like I'm crazy. It's going (laughs) to be interesting because Caden Slovis is here for Pittsburgh. He's here from USC. What will he do? How will he do here? Exactly. I didn't love him very I didn't love him at USC. And he got JT Daniel. I think it's going to come down to the quarterback. I think you're right. I think whoever plays the best at quarterback is going to win this game outright. I think it'll be tight rivalry game. I don't think the talent gap is much between West Virginia and, and Pittsburgh. Probably about the same. I'm going with the Mountaineers plus the seven and a half. I'm well, with you. Mattingly yeah. said he's taking the over in this one as well. Okay. I don't know what what is. I don't have that on there. Wait a minute. Yes, I do. 52. 52. Um possible i don't think so I, I wouldn't go there but anyway here's the deal if all the there's like two or three of these quarterbacks that transferred from usc mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. One was, uh, his last name was dart right and he yep. flirted Jackson dart from mississippi yep hey if these guys are so damn good why did they only win four games last year yeah. i mean so you 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 quarterback at usc you're a superstar i don't think so so i'm not sold on that 
theory at all. They may prove me wrong. Another thing I always caution people, these first games, we don't know for sure what's going on. And there'll be some upsets. Right. Like this one, though, I, I got West Virginia as a sleeper team in the Big 12. If this kid comes through at quarterback, I think they're as good as, uh, I mean, they're the top of the next level below Oklahoma, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. I think they're right in there next. You if, think of West Virginia, they've got a great home advantage. Uh, so if they are good, they are tough to beat in, in that uh, uh, stadium. Caden Slovis last year, I'll read off his numbers. Uh, 65% uh, completion percentage. He threw for 2,153 yards, 11 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. That's really nothing to write home about. No, it's not. And um, quickly, I will, and like I said, I always look at the Phil Steele book. Uh, so when you see me looking down, that's what I'm looking at. That's my okay. reference. Uh, quickly on JT Daniels, he did not play much. He uh, threw for 722 yards, seven touchdowns, three interceptions, at a 72% completion percentage. So um, not a lot to write home about there either, but you don't have a lot to go on with him. He played like three games, didn't he? Yeah, he played, I think he played the first four. No, I think he played three. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so all I know is he was a five-star recruit, which doesn't mean a whole lot either. Yeah. They were very high on him. So he's the key for West Virginia. If he's pretty good, they've got enough talent to beat Pittsburgh. So, yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, JT Daniels was the number nine quarterback coming out of college uh, if, or coming out of high school, I should say, if you want to go there. Let me look up Slovis. Slovis was uh, the 34th. So, I mean, coming out of high school, JT Daniels uh, highly thought of where Slovis was, like I said, 34th. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, if the quarterback play is equal, you still think West Virginia could cover it. So that's yeah. – I'm with you on that one. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. All right, plus seven and a half, West Virginia. We both like that one. Virginia Military will take on Wake Forest. There's no line on that one, so we're not going to worry about it. Uh, we'll see what Wake Forest does. We'll see if they, they get their quarterback at any point. Uh, this right. Do you have an update on that at all? I hadn't heard a thing. I haven't heard a word. That has been yeah. – I have to admit I haven't looked. but I I, uh, I really hope a kid's all right. I really liked him last year. Hopefully we get to talk about him on the show in a positive light at some, at some point. Yeah. All yeah. right. Thursday night games. Are there any other ones you want to you want to talk about? Well, I like this one. Okay, Penn State, Penn State at Purdue. Okay, Penn State is a three and a half point favorite. I think Purdue is a sleeper team. Their quarterback, his name escapes me right now. I don't have it in front of me, but he was very very good last year. I think they could win this game. Um, I'm not that high on Penn State. Penn State's probably got better athletes, but Purdue was pretty good last year. This is one that I like a lot. Uh, I, I think you can take a chance on the Boilermakers in this one. I'm with you. I have the Boilermakers uh, winning this game outright, so obviously plus three and a half makes sense. The name for the quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, uh, as well, uh, and he was fantastic. 300, uh, 3,700 passing yards, 28 touchdowns, 11 interceptions yeah. last, er, last year for Aiden O'Connell. So he's awfully, awfully good. For me, it's it's that for sure. And then what is Penn State really? They they were not a great team last year. They lost a, they lost a lot of games they shouldn't. You know, Sean Clifford, he's I don't up, know, like up and down. He's up and down. I mean, he's tough. He reminds he's me kind tough. of a like a Iowa quarterback kind yeah, of. Yeah, he is. He's better than their quarterback. Hell yeah, no, he's better than the current Iowa quarterback, that's, that's for awesome. sure. Um I yeah. knew his name was Aiden, but I kept thinking Aiden Hutchinson, and he was the 
the defensive end for Michigan. I knew, knew it wasn't him. Couldn't think yeah. of his name. Yeah, Aiden Hudson certainly not the quarterback this year at Purdue. Uh, but no, <laughs> yeah. L- listen, I'm with you guys. I like uh, Purdue plus that three and a half. I know I see Russ does. Uh, so we're three for three as far as that one. There's Shadi, the Arkansas girl, has entered the chat. We'll get, we'll get to them here in a minute. We're getting to getting to your boys there, Shadi. You can't wait to cover that one for you. All right, let's. Anything else on Thursday? No. Okay, let's move on to Friday. Only one ranked uh, uh, team, and it is the Michigan State Spartans. They rank 15th in the country, coming off a very good year for them. Uh, they host another uh, MAC team. We talked about Central Michigan. Now let's talk about Western Michigan. They will come in to East Lansing. What do you think about this one? Uh, is now Western Michigan? What was their record last year? If I'm mistaken, they were decent, weren't they? Uh, I think they were a pretty decent team a year ago. I'm pulling them up right yeah. now. I, I really need uh, to do this. I need an online screen. Is what I need. <laughs> and not this magazine to keep looking. Down on, uh, I had them bookmarked. They were eight and five a year ago. All right. Um, they did lose a lot of players on both sides of the ball. Right. Well, I think you can analyze this game a little bit like we did the Oklahoma State game. It's very similar. Um, you got a Michigan State team, I think, that overachieved a little bit last year. They lost their running back. 23 is a lot of points. Um, if I was going to go anywhere with this, which I'm not, because I think there's better ones, I would take Michigan or Western Michigan plus 23. That's what I'd do. I, I, I just don't think you touch this one. Uh, I like the Chippewas because of what they had back. I like Oklahoma State better than I like Michigan State, but I like Central Michigan a lot better than I like Western Michigan this year. So it's tough. Um, there's I'll- I'll stay with the theme and take the underdog here in Western Michigan because I, I don't know what Michigan State's going to be like. Um, they probably have enough back to cover it. This is a game I don't think I would touch one way or the other. Uh, I, I lean towards the underdog, but I, I could see this one going either way. I don't think Michigan State's in any fear of, of losing this one, that's for sure. No, I don't think they're going to lose. I just threw out that. I wouldn't bet it either. There's better better games. There are better games for sure. Um, yeah, I, I – I, I, the other thing, I just I don't have a read on Western Michigan at all. Uh, you know, a lot of times when when a big bigger school replaces some guys, you've heard of some of them. You look down the Western Michigan roster, it's like I I don't know who these people are. So <laughs> that's always a problem. And and with Michigan State, did they overachieve? Yeah, probably. So uh, any other games on Friday? I you want to talk about? There's only one other one. I think it was Old Dominion and somebody. So no. So no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nick Feldman joins the chat here and he said he made his first bet Alabama minus 25 and a half half first half Nick that's what I said on the dudes who bet daily show today I said you got to get Alabama and lock him in that first half bet so all right let's move on to the main event it's it is Saturday college football the first full Saturday slate and we will start with Oklahoma and UTEP a game we certainly have a lot of interest in. We will be there live. Maybe we'll report live at the half if Oklahoma's behind. That might be fun. Um, we'll UTEP, be yeah, UTEP has a game under their belt. They actually lost to North Texas 31-13 to last week. Uh, Oklahoma, obviously, opener. 31.5-point favorite for the Sooners. What do you think of this one? Well, if they don't cover that, I don't know how good we are. It's just what I'll say. So I did go back and research the UTEP game. They did get beat 31-13, but they made a lot of mistakes uh, that cost them 
dearly. And that, that game was closer than that. They could have won. Uh, so they're not horrible. I didn't think OU is going to be so ready to play the talent level. You know, they don't have the players we do. Yeah. And I th- I just I think Oklahoma's going to really play well in this first game. I'll be surprised if they don't. Uh, Russ says he remembers betting Oklahoma in the first week against Tulane. <laughs> that had to be a lot of fun, Russ, uh, killing them at the half, and then we almost lost the game. So, um, yeah, we'll see if it's a new era in Oklahoma. All right, here's the deal. UTEP was 7-6 and six a year ago. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's, not, that's good for UTEP. You know, yes. it's not bad. Seven back on offense, eight back mm-hmm. on defense. Experienced team. You heard Lord Venables, as you call him, uh, on the press conference. <laughs> Lord Venables? Lord Venables on the press conference. According to Papa Dude, uh, he is Lord Venables, said 50% <laughs> of our roster has never played a game at Oklahoma. True. Seven back on offense, eight back on defense, quarterbacks back, running backs back. UTEP's going to move the ball on Oklahoma. I bet you right now UTEP scores more than 13 in this game. I think it comes down to how much OU can score. Oh. I'm not sure OU is going to be lights out to start with all the new changes and new people. I'm going UTEP plus the 31 and a half to kick this one off. Oh, listen. 31-13 to North Texas. They lost at home to North Texas. No. I haven't seen an OU defense stop anybody in years. We haven't had a coordinator for the last four years. Well, you how- want to bet $100 that UTEP scores more than 13 points. No, I'm not saying that. Exactly. <laughs> I think you're going to be surprised by our quarterback. I pray that I'm surprised. Let me tell you, I know they're blowing smoke, but they don't even hesitate when somebody asks them about this guy. They just say, I'm not, we're not worried about him one bit. That's good enough for me. Well, that makes one of us because I am extremely worried about <laughs> Dylan Gabriel. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I remember back in 2000 when we had Josh Heupel. I was not worried about Josh Heupel. He had a great 1999 season. <laughs> Dylan Gabriel has thrown for 8,000 yards. I know last year was hurt by the third game, and we have no backup, none. Well, he's available now. <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I will say that, yeah, if he gets hurt, we're in big, big trouble. Look at the weapons. We have plenty of receivers. Yeah. We're questionable at running back. I'm a little worried there. But there's talent. Uh, the uh, Marcus Major, they say, has been unbelievable, and we just got to stay healthy. Eric Gray, they're going to get more out of him. The doofus we had coaching the offense last year, who was that? Oh yeah, Lincoln Riley. He didn't get anything out of Eric Gray. No, no, he looks fantastic. Um, they say the tight ends are unbelievable. The offensive line is much better than it was a year ago at this time. I'm hearing all this last night from the guys now. They know what they're talking about. Lord Venables, yep. And listen, I don't care what you say. The defense can't be worse than it's. It can't. It cannot be worse than it. It can be just as bad, though. I think these guys are going to play so much harder. I just think. I think you're going to be surprised. It's going to be a fun year because I don't think we're going to be very good, and you think we're winning the national title. So, <laughs> Listen, 
That bunch of blowhards they had on defense last year, which was supposed to be so good. Yeah. Either were the poorest coached defensive team in the history of college football. I think it's that, but go ahead. Totally overrated. I don't know what it was, but they didn't make play. Yeah. One more time before we get off this, we're boring everybody. But yeah. You covered this the other day on Doozy Bet Sports, I think. We could have easily lost six games last year. Yeah. Four of them to Tulane. Right. Was, um, they, they, they were a yard away from winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nebraska. Uh-huh. That game was 14-9. They were kicking the next point, make it 14-10. We blocked it, ran it back, made it 16-9 instead of 14-10. There's a hell of a lot of difference in that. And yep. that, that game in our favor, and we held on to win 23-16. Well, the West Virginia game, they were driving to win, and they snapped it over the kid's head on, a, on our 30-yard line. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Texas, which – Texas could have beat us, yeah. Well, they gave us the game. Right. Kansas, one of the worst teams in football. It took the miracle play of all time to win that game. None of those teams had a winning record, and we could have lost with this massive talent we had on defense. Right. Yes, sir. Bring on these kids. I don't care if they lose five games. I'd rather watch them any day than those blowhard smart asses we had last year. I'm going to tell you that right now. All right. Well, we'll see if UTEP uh, plays them within 10, what you think on the way home Saturday. I would still rather watch these guys. <laughs> All right. We got to move on. We got. He's getting angry over there. We got to move on. We got to keep going. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. UTEP plus 31 and a half. Lock it up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Houston comes to Texas A&M. Uh, we're not going to cover that. There isn't a line for that one. Colorado State goes to Michigan. Okay. Division uh, one teams. Michigan, a 30-and-a-half-point favorite, trying to parlay that success from last year to this year. They've got some key losses. They've lost they lost a lot of good players. What do you think of the Wolverines this year? Well, I talked to my Michigan buddy this morning. Mm-hmm. And you know what they're going to do, according to him. First two games are Colorado State. I can't remember who the other one is, but it's one they should win. Right. And uh, Hawaii and Connecticut. Okay. They're going to play the kid they had last year. He will start against Colorado State. And the hotshot McCarthy kid, who was a freshman, will be a sophomore. He will play in the Hawaii game, and whoever does the best will be the starting quarterback. That's what he told me they're going to do. That's that's unheard of. I've never heard that before. So uh, the line is 30 and a half. That's a lot of points. Yeah, it is. A lot of points, but I think there's better games. I, you know, I don't know. Colorado State's got a new coach. Uh, Jay Norwell is up there now, and he's a, he did a good job at Nevada. So they're going to be better. That's a lot of points. Um, tempted to go with Colorado State plus three and a half on this one. I, I'm going to go Michigan just because of the uncertainty with Colorado State. They, they lost a lot of guys. They don't have their quarterback back. Really tough first game for a new head coach. I do think he'll do fine, but I, I think Michigan will kind of jump on him. And I do think the talent gap is enough that where if they jump on Colorado State early, it might get ugly. I'm going to go Michigan minus the 30 and a half in this one. You wouldn't bet it, though. Um. I would probably take a half line. I don't know what the first half line is, but that, I'd probably take that uh, because, you know, with 30 and a half, you could see a backdoor cover situation happening. But, you know, I, I do think Michigan's going to kind of control that game. Uh, I do. Yeah. So. All right, let's move on. North Carolina State, they're coming off another great uh, – or another great – a good year for them last year. They go on the road to open things up to a tricky place. East Carolina sometimes mm-hmm. can be a little tricky to play. 
Uh, if they don't beat you, they might scare you. Uh, North Carolina State, number 13, ranked pretty high for them. Can they live up to kind of the expectations? They need to be a little better. East Carolina, uh, like I said, they're not great. They're not bad. You know, they're not awful. 11 and a half point favorite for the Wolfpack. What do you think? This is a tricky one. This is one I'd be scared of if I was a Wolfpack fan. Uh, this is a huge game for East Carolina. Getting to play one of the big state schools. That's a yep. big, big game for them. Uh, East Carolina is in North Carolina, by the way. And uh, it's always confusing. Uh, our cousin, or it'd be your second cousin, Aaron, Matt, uh, went to school at East Carolina. Yep. They were really good uh, a few years back. And uh, he followed them a lot. Anyway, uh, if North Carolina State is good enough, they'll cover that. If they're as good as what they think they are, kind of think they will, but that's going to be a tricky one. That'll be a tough game. You kind of look at this. I kind of think the Pirates are going to cover. Um, they might. North Carolina State, shaky. East Carolina, a very uh, experienced team. Quarterback and running back is back. Keaton Mitchell, the running back, first team at American Conference last year. That's not easy to do. I mean, that, there were some talented teams in there. He was first team American Athletic Conference. So uh, I think they'll score some points because I don't think North Carolina State is great defensively, even though they do have a lot of starters back. They gave up some points last year. I love the quarterback uh, at North Carolina State. I think he's solid. Devin Leary, I, I do like him. Maybe it's wrong. Maybe maybe you shouldn't take the underdog in this situation, but I'm going to. I really believe East Carolina covers. So I'm going East Carolina plus 11 and a half in this spot. I think they get it done. It'll be close. I was. Just, I think maybe State gets a late touchdown to maybe make that 31 to 17, something like that. If you look at their home games, like last year, they played South Carolina within three. Now, I think North Carolina State's a little better than South Carolina was. Um, they played a Central Florida within four. They played Houston within uh, seven, and that game went to overtime. The only game they got blown out in last year was Cincinnati. Right. I think they keep it close. I think they might. That's going to get a little interesting, and if they can get ahead of them, it's going to get really interesting. I would so. be scared if I was a highly ranked Wolfpack team. Yes, yes. All right, let's go to one of the main games, if not the main game, on the slate the defending national champions will kick off at 2.30 on Saturday in the Georgia Dome. That's right. Or I guess it's it's the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, no longer the Georgia Dome. But uh, they'll take on the Oregon Ducks. So it's number three versus number 11, Oregon, new coach uh, Lanning, who actually was the defensive coordinator at Georgia last year. Georgia has 17-point favorite to beat their old defensive coordinator there. What do you think of this one? Well, I think it's a classic. I mean, this is a good one. I'd kind of like to see it. We won't get to see it, but mm -hmm. this is a classic. Uh, we don't know exactly what Georgia is on defense. Eight guys went to the NFL. You lose eight NFL players. I don't know if you got eight of them down there to replace them, you know, so they're not going to be quite as good on defense. The other way, we don't really know what Oregon is either. Uh, last year, we thought Oregon would go to Columbus, Ohio, and get smashed by Ohio State, and it was just the opposite. I like their coach, and I really think they've got a, a chance to make this close. I just don't know if they can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them, but there's so many question marks. That line's pretty pretty tall, you know, 17 and a half. Uh, this is not the Georgia team of last year. 
So if I was going to bet anything on this, I would go Oregon plus 17 and a half. Yeah, this was one I'm going to stay completely away from. Um, Georgia has lost a ton of guys on that defense. Yep. A ton. How will they match up against uh, Oregon? Oregon, you know, Bo Nix is there. He's not awful. They've got a lot of guys back on an offense that was pretty good. Yep. The thing that scares me, the most physical team that Oregon played was Utah last year, and Utah demolished them twice. Yep. So that worries me because, yeah, Georgia may have some new guys, but you know they're going to be physical. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that worries me. I'm going to lean on Georgia's side here. Um, this is a game I don't think I'm going to bet. I, I I can't get a good read on Georgia until you see him. You're no. going to have a nice read on Georgia, though, after this game because this is not a slouch team. If they dominate no. Oregon, they're going to be pretty darn good again this year, and I think they're going to be. But I do um, too. we'll see. This is going to be an interesting one. I'm right. I mean – uh, Russ says he leans under that 53 number. That's probably uh, not the dumbest. I, I Well, especially, you know, with Georgia's, we don't know what their defense is, but if it's anywhere near what it was last year, you go under a lot with them because you don't think the other team's going to score much. It's a thousand percent going under if that defense is good. Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt. So uh, I'm with you again. I'm not going to bet it. I will side with Georgia minus 17 or Russ. If it's like last year with Georgia, that's the type of score it'll be 24 to seven. <laughs> Right. Yep. Uh, remember, Georgia Clemson played in a 10-3 game in, in, in this kind of situation last year. So mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be 10 to 3 this year. I think if Georgia scores 10, they're going to get beat. So they better be able to score a little more than that. I think they will. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 that's a toss-up when it comes to the line for sure. Uh Miami, definitely the most overrated team, and you will see that within a few weeks, but not this week. They'll kill Bethune Cookman. No line on that one. All right, drum roll. Here, here we go. All the hogs, hog fans. Cincinnati, a uh, team that was into the playoff last year, ranked number 23 this year. They come into Fayetteville. Fayetteville and the and the uh, hogs are ranked number 19. Arkansas, six and a half point favorite now to beat Cincinnati. All right, Papa Dude, what do you think about this one? This is a classic, I think, as well. This is a very, very good opening game. And uh I really think Arkansas is going to beat them. I think if this game was like the fourth or fifth game of the season, it would make a big difference because the Cincinnati team's breaking in several new players. The quarterback's gone. They are extremely well coached. The guy stayed at Cincinnati for a reason. He thinks he can continue to win there. So they're going to, they're, they'll be decent for sure. But Arkansas, this is the biggest game they've played in a while. And uh, Cincinnati's got their full attention uh, since spring when they had practice, you know, started spring practice. I like Arkansas a lot. Um, six and a half, I think I can see them winning by 10, maybe 27-17, something like that, 34-24. I just think the question marks at quarterback for Cincinnati uh, is the big issue here. And Arkansas's experienced uh, on that front. Just it's another team. It's insane. We don't really know about them yet. So I would lean towards Arkansas covering. I, if they Hawks fans don't get upset, if they don't choke, they could choke. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Um, 
I think the key for Arkansas is going to be what does the defense look like? I think they're going to be really good on offense. I, I really like KJ Jefferson a lot. I, I think he's tough. Uh, our family members don't like him, but I like him. I think he's he's a tough quarterback. I really like the running game. You know, their offensive line looked great last year. You know, Jason Jaden Hazelwood's going to have to come in and fill some big shoes there for Traylon Burks, and if not him, somebody's going to have to. We'll see how that kind of goes. Um, but still, they're going to be good. Defensively is where I just don't know. I don't know what Arkansas is going to be like. A lot of transfers from bigger schools, some guys that you think should be pretty good, but why did they transfer? That's yeah, I'm, I'm just a little worried about them on defense. The good news, like you said, I don't know about this quarterback situation at Cincinnati either. I kind of think Arkansas will cover. I went Arkansas minus the six I and a half. Here's the thing, too. I was thinking about this today. Even last year, Cincinnati coming into Fayetteville, that would be a tough game for Cincinnati yeah. with all the players they had last year. That's not an easy place to play. Yep. So they're going to be ready. You know they are. What is That's a 230 game. Yeah. yeah. Ready. Uh, I, I think they're going to cover. I think they're going to cover. I think they're going to play pretty well. I, I really do. I've got confidence in them. Um, I, I think, like you said, Cincinnati, I think, would have went to Arkansas and won last year. But, yeah, you would have been very worried. That would have been, you know, one of their tougher games for sure. Yeah. Um, it's a big game for the Razorbacks. They really need this one. And I wouldn't really stress that, but with their schedule, mm -hmm. this would be a massive win. So hopefully they yeah. get it done. They can't lose this game and do what they want to do this season. No, they can't. You're right. Their expectation level is pretty high, and if you lose this one – it's going to drop quite a bit, I think. So, listen, listen, this is going to be a hell of a game one way or the other. Well, I think Arkansas pulls it out. I think I'm going to go Arkansas my six and a half, like I said. All right, let's move on. Houston uh, team, uh, people are really high on. You're pretty high on them as well. They're ranked 24th in the country. They go to Texas San Antonio. This is not an easy game. This is a good Texas San Antonio team. Uh, so good that, he, that Vegas has Houston is only a four-point favorite. All right, what do you think about the Cougars uh, in this game? Yeah, if Houston can get by their first two games, uh, they go to Texas San Antonio week one, and next week they got to go to Texas Tech. Texas Tech's not very good, but that's still not easy to go there and win. So, and then their non then their conference schedule is not very hard. They don't play Cincinnati, and I don't think they play Central Florida either. If they do, it's in it's in Houston. So this is a big game for them. I I here's the thing. Texas San Antonio faded a little bit last year. If you'll remember, they didn't play real well down the stretch. Got beat. Um, I think Houston is much better than they are. I think they'll be ready for it. Four points. This is one I'm taking Houston uh, to, to cover that spread easy. This is going to be a hell of a game. Both these teams went 12-2 and two a year ago. Uh, UTSA, man, they, they got on such a roll. They finally lost uh, against North Texas, and then they ended up uh, losing in a bowl game to San Diego. I feel like Houston has more talent, and that's what it's going to come down to. I, I think uh, UTSA will be ready to roll, but I think Houston has a bit more talent. I'm with you. I'm going to go the Cougs minus the four. I think it's going to be a sharp game. I think I think we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of uh, back and forth. The over under is sixty two, which means Vegas thinks we're gonna see a high scoring game as well. So well, and also listen to who 
UT, and I was on the UTSA bandwagon. Yeah. Loved the Roadrunners all year. Listen to who they beat. Illinois, Lamar, Middle Tennessee, at Memphis, UNLV, at Western Kentucky. That was a good win. Rice, at Louisiana Tech, at UTEP, Southern Mets, UAB. Yeah. Not exactly all-world teams there. And then North Texas was not very good and and, uh, ambushed them. So I think they'll be ready, yes. Their quarterback's back. It'll be a heck of a game, but I think Houston can cover the four. I'm glad Dennis remembered the tradition of reading the ticket prices on this. $19, a steal to get into this game. I agree. Yeah. Listen, if I was if I was down there, I would think about going. I probably wouldn't. But anyway. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, Troy, another team, pretty good team, has been able to pull an upset in the past. They go on the road against number 21, Ole Miss. We talked about it. Jackson Dart transfers to Ole Miss. He's down there with Lane Kiffin. He's probably going to be pretty good, as Lane Kiffin always has a quarterback that's pretty good. But Ole Miss is a 21-and-a-half-point uh, favorite in this one, despite losing a, a pretty darn good quarterback last year and their offensive coordinator. What do you think of the Rebels in this game? Don't have any idea. We just don't know yet. Yeah, um, I loved their quarterback last year. So until I see this guy play, I, I don't know. They lost their coordinator. He's coordinator at OU now. He's supposed to be a wonder boy. We'll see. Uh, 21 and a half. Troy has not been very good for a while. I kind of think they'll play them a little closer, but I, I wouldn't touch it. I just I just don't know. I just don't know about Mississippi. I just don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I Troy has a lot of guys back. That's the good news. They You said it. They have not been very good lately. Mm-hmm. And that's where I have a problem. New coach this year. Um, you know, you kind of look at some similar games they went to last year, like South Carolina. They did play with them in nine, but I think Mississippi's probably a little more explosive than South Carolina was. Uh, they played Coastal Carolina within seven. Uh, you know, so, I mean, they they played some teams close. I kind of think Ole Miss is going to be pretty good. I kind of got the feeling from the USC and everybody that left the USC camp. Jackson Dart was kind of the one everybody wanted. I think he was rumored to come to Oklahoma for a while as well. So if he's the best one of the bunch that left and he went to Lane Kiffin, yeah, a pretty good feeling he might be pretty good this year. I think so. He would have come to OU, but Dylan Gary Gabriel, once he came, he scared him off. He said, I can't beat that guy out. So. I don't know about that one. So I think Ole Miss minus 21 and a half is where I will lean in this one. More so, I just don't know about Troy. You know, I just don't know how good they are. No. So we'll see on that one. All right. A team that I think is going to be really good this year is BYU. they got a tough schedule, though, but I think they're going to be good. They open up the season ranked number 25, and they go on the road to South Florida. But BYU is a 12-point favorite down in South Florida. Uh, South Florida, they have not been great. They used to be pretty decent. haven't been great lately. What do you think about this line? They've been worse than bad. They've yeah. been awful. They have. The formats of uh, the American Conference. I'm surprised at this line a little bit. This one jumped out at me again, first game. Don't you think BYU can cover that? I'll be I, surprised if they don't. I think it's disappointing if they don't. I do, um, I do think BYU plays much, much better at home. And listen, everybody plays better at home, but I think BYU, it really makes a difference. I don't think they play quite as well on the road. You look at this BYU team. They went 10-3 and three last year. They've got almost every starter back. 
uh, this year on both sides of the ball. They got a very good quarterback. They should cover this. Should, I, I don't have any doubt they should cover this. That's that would be something I think is a safe bet. And here's here's the way I look at it. That should jump out at you as a bet you should make. And if you miss it, you just go the hell with it. I just missed that one. And I, that's one I don't feel bad about if I miss. I, I think you have a tough time logically breaking down the game and saying South Florida plus 12. I agree. I do. I, I, if I miss that one, I just toss it up in the air and say, you know what? I had them all the way. They didn't win. I don't feel that bad. Yeah. No, it's it's like Jackie's Warrior losing to uh, Cody's Wish. It's like, well, I, I, I played Jackie's Warrior over Cody's Wish. I didn't think Cody's Wish could win. I don't know how you could have got there. You no. know, so. Let me turn the light on right quick. Hang on. All right. There you go. He's he disappeared. Going to turn the light on. He, what a rookie. First time uh, on the show, I think, uh, for Papa. Right, I forgot the sun's going down a little bit earlier now. Yeah, we forgot it gets dark outside. That's not great. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Oh, I've missed college football. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, Rice at USC. USC ranked 14 in the country. I think there's a new coach at USC. A lot of people have been talking about that. New quarterback. Yeah. A lot of guys coming in. Uh, they take on a, a Rice four and eight a year ago. Rice is never very good. Um, they've improved. Four and eight is an improvement. They usually win one or two. They got some guys back, but I mean, what, what is USC going to be? Does it really matter? They're thirty-two and a half point favorites. What do you think of this one? No, I think they cover. I, I yeah, I, I think they cover that, and then they're not very. They may not be very good. That's what I right. Think. Yeah. I, I think uh, I don't. I, I never even looked at this game. I, I no way, Rice can stay with them. I don't think. I don't think so either. The one thing, I, and it's just kind of. I remember the first two or three games Lincoln Riley came to OU as offensive coordinator. The offense did struggle for a while, um, but you know he's got guys that have been in that system a lot. So on this team, including the quarterback, I think they. I think they. I mean, if they don't. I shouldn't say if they don't cover it, they're not very good because 32 and a half is a lot. But I, I think they cover it, but it's really not one to bet, I don't think. No, no. Yeah, nope. Russ, Russ boxed Jackie's Worry and Cody's Wish. Yeah, well, Russ, you're smarter than me. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that race, top of the stretch, I'm like, oh, my God, Jackie's Warrior. What? Like, why did you duel with this horse? And then he starts to pull away, and I see Cody's Wish coming, and I thought, we got it. Because we yep. played a $40 or $50 straight exacta, and, uh, yeah, didn't happen. Anyway, good job, Russ. Nice nice cash. I think it would pay, like, 9 to 1, something like that, 11 to 1. Anyway, <laughs> why don't you go away, Russ? All right, let's go back. <laughs> Russ. Yeah, Russ, why don't you go away? All right, you talk about wound there. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you hurt me, Russ? Why do you hurt me like you do? All right, let's go on. About it. Let's go on. <laughs> Let's go on to Utah and Florida. This is a sneaky good game here. Yes. Uh, speaking of Russ, the jerk, he picked Utah minus three before we came on the air. Uh, yeah, Utah's got big aspirations uh, to, to be uh, to be maybe a playoff team. Who knows? They're number seven in the country to start. They're three-point, and, and again, I'll stress this, just three-point favorites on the road here in the swamp in Florida. Florida's got a new coach trying to get better. What do you think about this line? Well, it's three because it's Utah. And they're at an SEC school. Yeah. And that's why it's, it's that they should cover this if they're as good as they say they are. And there's no reason to not think that. They had a good team last year and they got the key ingredients uh, back. Uh, it's tricky, though, because 
Do they think they can do it? You know, that's the thing. Um, but I feel like Florida was bad last year. I think they made the right hire. I think this guy's going to be really, really good. But I'm not sure he's got them where they need to be to beat Utah right off the bat. So I'm going to go with the season team in Utah. And if I was Utah, I'd be glad they're getting them right off the bat. So I think they covered the line's just three. And that's why, you know, if you think Utah's going to win, you might as well go ahead and say they're going to cover when it's just three points. Utah plays a lot like an SEC school as far as physicality. I'm not saying they're as good as those as some of those top SEC schools, but they play a lot like them. Like, uh, let's just say Oklahoma, for example. Uh, if if Now, you say they're going to be rough and tough, but if it, the old Oklahoma teams, they, if they went to Florida, they would struggle with the physicality, I guarantee you, because oh. they weren't physical. Utah, I don't think, will struggle with the physicality. I'm with you. I kind of think, uh, and I see some people kind of saying uh, the swamp, you know, Dennis and Nick, uh, bo- both thinking Florida gets it done. I wouldn't be shocked. No, me neither. But I think it's a little bit, like you said, too tough of a game too soon for Florida. Here's the deal. You're betting Florida thinking they're going to be a lot better. They were six and seven a year ago, and and guys, it, they think. <laughs> There's not a ton of change with Florida. Uh-oh. You don't really know what their quarterback's going to be like. Yeah. Uh, I just can't get behind my I'm going to go Utah in this game. And the swamp wasn't tough last year. Yeah, it wasn't. I, I won't be shocked either if they win. Remember, we talked about this before. It's a sneaky game. And I'm not, I'm, you know, when we were picking Utah over unders, you know, that's one that is going to sway how their season is. If they win this game, you know, they, they've they really got a leg up on where they want to be if they can win this one. So it's going to be a good one. They definitely do. Shoddy says, chomp, I love the Gator. And uh, Nick also says, uh, he personally would not bet the game, but if I am uh, seven in the country and only minus three versus unranked team, blah. That's true. Yeah, I mean, that, you can't feel great being a Utah uh, fan uh, in that situation. Yeah. We'll see. Like I said, I'm not going to be shocked, but uh, I do think Utah will end up getting it, getting the job done down there. All right. Albany and Baylor, we will not do. Illinois State of Wisconsin, we'll not do that one again. Uh, FCS versus FBS, no lines there. Uh, Miami of Ohio and Kentucky. Kentucky is number 20 in the country, coming off a really good season. Good, solid quarterback has kind of made them a little bit better than what they had normally been under. Uh, Stoops, 16-point favorite for the Wildcats. What do you think of this one? It's about where it'll be, I think. You know, you ever notice Kentucky didn't beat anybody real bad? No. So, yeah, I wouldn't bet it because I, I can see this game being a little closer than we think. And then in the fourth quarter, the SEC strength scores a couple of late touchdowns maybe and they cover. But I can see this being 14-10 at halftime, something like that. I, I wish we were getting that 21 and a half that we got in the Oklahoma State Central Michigan game because this Miami of Ohio team is experienced. They've got some decent offensive players as far as Mac players go. Uh, I, I'm i going to take Kentucky, though. And to be fair, I would have taken Oklahoma State if the line was 16 in that first game we talked about as well. Uh, I just think Will Levis is kind of the difference. I think an old Kentucky team maybe, maybe wins this one by 10. But I think Will Levis is good enough to kind of push them over that mark. But I'm with you. I think it's going to be right there. I think it's going to be really yep. close. So 
uh, I will take the Wildcats in that one. All right, a couple more to go here on Saturday. Utah State, Alabama, 41.5 point. I don't think anybody thinks Alabama's losing this game. 41.5 is a lot. Utah State won opening week over Connecticut, not impressively, but it was a win. What do you think uh, of the Crimson Tide? Do they cover this one? Well, that's a ton of points. Let's think what the score can be for them to cover. 52 to 10, they would cover. You know, 59 to 13, they would cover. Is that unreasonable? No. No. So I never bet a 41 and a half point spread. Never. Even if it's Alabama, I don't. That's too many, too many things can happen. So I just don't bet that. Yeah, Dennis is is on uh, Alabama. Russ likes Utah State. Uh, I'm with Nick. 25 and a half, first half. Let's go. I'm with you, Nick. I think that's the bet here. It's the bet uh, Samich taught us last year. We've, we've cashed that one a lot. Uh, do they cover 41 and a half? Well, it just comes down to do they want to. That's right. They're going to want to cover. or Well, they don't care about the cover, really. But they're going to want to score a lot of points in the first half. So, I'm Well, and, and Samich made a good point. Saban does call off the dogs in the second half a lot of times. I've seen him do it. So we'll see. Yeah, I remember one uh, game against us. He called off the dogs. I sure do. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, because you would have embarrassed us. All right, let's go on to the ABC night game, the first uh, marquee matchup on ABC at night. It's Notre Dame. It's Ohio State. When it comes to uniforms on that football field, there's nothing better than these two. Uh, going to be a beautiful atmosphere uh, uh, and a beautiful night. 78 degrees, Columbus, Ohio, Ohio State, Notre Dame. My gosh, does it get any better than that, Papa dude? No, well, yeah, Oklahoma, Texas. but uh, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, I'm personally glad that Oklahoma doesn't do this. They don't play these marquee games right off the bat. Because here's the deal. Whoever loses that game, they still have a shot at the national championship. There's no question they do. Yeah. But think of the pressure you put yourself under. If you lose that first game, the only way you're getting into the playoffs is if you win every game from then on out. And that is hard to do. So I wouldn't, as a coach, I wouldn't want to play these kind of games right off the bat. Now, for us, the fans, man, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So all indications are this is the best Ohio State team that they've had in a while, and they've had some good teams. Um, They've got lots of people back on offense. They did lose two two receivers that were top 15 picks in the NFL, but they've got a superstar back. You know they got other guys. The quarterback might, might be the best player in the country. You know, he is really good. So offensively, they're fine. Defensively, we don't know. They were not very good last year. New coordinator, as you were saying. So, you know, all indications are they're really good. On the other hand, we don't know who the quarterback is at Notre Dame. They made a coaching change. We don't know how that's going to go. All indications are they like the guy a lot. He's going to do fine, which I think he probably will. Boy, this is a tough first game, isn't it? Yep. The thing is with the Irish, they always seem to play well when you least expect them to. But are they good enough to handle this? I don't think so. What is the line now? 17? 17. 
I would tend to say they're Ohio State's going to cover that. I think Ohio State's going to be awfully, awfully good. I, yeah. I really do. And I think they got a lot of guys back on defense. They got the coordinator from Oklahoma State. And listen, I'm not the kind of guy that'll sit here and say, look, I, you know, this coordinator is going to make a huge difference. But here's the deal I've watched Oklahoma State play football since I've been born. They've never had a defense. I mean, it's been 20 years since yeah. they had a defense. Last year, they had a defense. That defense was good. Yep. If he can get Ohio State to play half of what Oklahoma State played defensively, I think they're going to run the table with the games they have on their schedule. Now, once you get into the playoffs, who knows? But I think Notre Dame's in, a, in some trouble here, and I think it has to do with the quarterback situation more than anything else. Because if they can't put up points, they're in big trouble. Because Ohio State can score on pretty much anybody this year, I think. So – I'm with you. I'm going Ohio State minus 17. It's a lot of points. I yeah. think they're going to cover it. There's a deal, too. You would bet your chances on Ohio State scoring 40 more than you would on Notre Dame scoring 20, wouldn't you? Yep. Okay, there's your 17. That's where you got to get in it and, and go with Ohio State, I think. Uh, again, we don't know much about uh, Notre Dame, but I just think you got to go that way uh, with Ohio State. You know, Ryan Day reminds me a lot of Lincoln Riley. I think his teams are soft. Mm -hmm. And this guy that they've got as the defensive coordinator now might be just the person they need to put them over the top. I'm like you. I don't, I don't get, I, I give coaching a lot of credit. It's players more than coaching, but if they've got the players there, this guy will get it out of them. That's for sure. Okay. Well, I, I think this, they're an interesting team. I, I think they can win it. I really do. Right. Um, as good as Alabama, if their defense comes through. Yep, I think you're right. I think they've got the talents. We'll see what happens, though. This is going to be a good, good opening test for both teams. Kind of see where they're at early on in the season. Uh, the Sunday game is at FSU, Florida State, and uh, LSU uh, down in New Orleans. They're not ranked. I'm sure you kind of want to talk about this game for a minute, though, right? I do. Uh, again, I see Russ is taking Florida State. I'm not. No. I think the minus three, they sh uh, LSU should cover this. Uh, Florida State won what six games last year? Florida State was five and seven last year. Okay, five and seven. Mm -hmm. I know LSU had a down year. I don't care what anybody says about the coach. He's one thousand times better than what they had last year. Yep. And I he's going to win. Now the question is, what's it like this year? Has he had enough time to turn the culture around? Do they have enough players? Are they short at quarterback? That's the key. They got athletes. We know that. So with the game being in New Orleans, his first game, I think they cover the three. Here's a trivia question for you without looking it up. When's the last time Florida State has had a winning record? Well, I think it's been like three years, hasn't it? Like 2018 or 19 or would that be 19 maybe? 2017. Are you kidding, huh? In 18, they were five and seven. In 19, they were six and seven. In 2020, they were three and six. In 2021, they were five and seven. Wow. Until they prove they're a little bit better this year, yeah. I ain't picking them <laughs> in a game like this. Um, they did beat Duquesne 47 to seven. Uh, Duquesne is a street in Joplin. That's, I don't, I didn't even know that was a school. Um, so I, school. They haven't played football very long, I don't think. I was going to say it's a basketball school, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
I didn't yeah. know a football team until they played somebody last year. Here's my interest in, in, in LSU. I think they're just a little bit better than Florida State to begin with. All right. But I'm really interested to see what Jaden Daniels does uh, at quarterback for, for LSU. He was at Arizona State. He wasn't awful. He's coached by Herm Edwards, who I think that's going to be a disaster. I think he's going to get fired uh, after this year. I, I thought that was just a disaster there. I think he's going to be pretty decent, and I think he'll be able to lead the offense. The key's going to be defensively. They were just anemic the last couple of years defensively. That's been their biggest problem. I I just feel like LSU is going to be good enough to win this one. Uh, they're minus three. I think they cover it. Again, Florida State, and, and to a lesser degree, Miami. I ain't backing you until you prove to me you're different than what you've been the last five or six years. That's yeah. this will probably be my best bet uh, as of right now for Sunday. I could change my mind, but I just like that minus three. I'm a little bit surprised at that line that jumped out at me again. And if I miss it, I miss it. Yeah. So. No. I'm with you. Um, and I think Brian Kelly, uh, you know, they want to get that off to a good start down there. I think they'll be ready to roll. How long until Florida State hires Dion? What do you think? <laughs> well, from a PR standpoint, that would be pretty good, probably. He probably can recruit. I don't know. Can he coach? I don't know. We'll see. He's done pretty good. He's done pretty good. Yeah. Uh, can I ask Papa and Aaron, do you use any tools or metrics when betting college or NFL? Um, I know your answer, but go ahead. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. This so guy, Nick, is as old school as it is. He sits there and watches every game. And if he misses a game, he'll go back and watch it. Like So So Saturday we will be gone because uh, we go to the OU game. When he gets home that next day, he will rewatch the games that he's missed. So. Yeah. He ain't looking at stats one bit. Well, no, I kind of do, but I use my gut and my knowledge of college football. I've been watching it for 1,000 years, and I have a decent feel for it. And, you know, I just know there's some teams are not going into a building and winning. I just know that. And so I use that a lot. Uh, I hate computers. I don't look at anything a computer says because you know what? Somebody is some human is putting information in that computer and the computer's spitting it back out. So I don't believe any of that crap. I hate baseball managers that use all that computer shit. They're usually fired in three years. And so I don't like any of that stuff. So that's what I do. Uh, I do look at point spreads a little bit, but that's just the way I am. I just, like you said, I, I just am old school. Everything I'm telling you just comes from my gut, to be honest. <laughs> All right, I feel I'm right. So you know, listen. You, you, if you watch the dudes who bet daily show, he never misses a baseball game. So well, I can't say never, but you you haven't missed one in like a month. I feel like right now, but you know that can change, and that's the way gambling is. You get on a little bit of a roll. Yeah. Now, I'm not real good in the NFL, but I don't know anybody who is. So. Is there anything when you're watching that you like to see? Yeah, I like to see OU win. That's the first thing I like to see. I like out. I, I love it when Alabama gets beat. I love that. Well, that's not what you mean. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I I look at the line of scrimmage a lot. Who's controlling the line of scrimmage? Kind of sways me sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I still think defense is pretty important. 
even though college or offense rules, but nope, I go by my gut. I to answer the the line of scrimmage, uh, yeah, that's the biggest thing. I look at the line of scrimmage a lot because whoever wins that you wins eighty percent of these games. They do, you know? and how you kind of can equalize it if you got a great quarterback oh. who can evade the pressure. Or yeah. turnovers. That's the two ways that you kind well, of you can win without dominating that line. Nick, I, I I should have said that the quarterback I look at first. Yeah, kind of like baseball. Who's pitching? Who's no, pitching? It's, yeah, I think that's a very good you know uh, comparison. Yeah. When you've got let's look at Pittsburgh for example last year. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh is notorious six six seven five at the best. That's yep. what they are every year as superstar quarterback last year. And look what happened. Yep. He made the difference. Yep. And um, uh, that's a great quarterback. Here's the thing. Who has the ball in his hand every play on offense? He does. Mm-hmm. Who has got to make the big play to win the game? He's the trigger, unless you got a running back that breaks a run. How many times do you see a great quarterback extend a play and make something out of a bad play? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, for example, does that. Time after time after time, he makes the coach look like a star when really the play broke down and he made the play. Yeah. And that's what great quarterbacks do. So, got to have one. You have to. They're the equalizer. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. They they can they can. Go. That's the thing. Uh, when we had uh, Mayfield and Murray, they covered up a lot of problems on the they team. Did. And then when we went to Hertz. He could cover up less of them. He covered up some, but still less. And then we went to Rattler, and it was less. And so Much that's less. kind of what you see. <laughs> you got a great quarterback. You cover a lot of flaws, especially in the college game. NFL, you need a lot. You need more around them. But you got uh, it there too, though. You, well, yes, you have to have one. But I'm not saying they're not. They're, they don't mean. Uh, yeah. I just think they mean more into the college game. I really. Yeah. Do. For, um, for okay. example, one more thing. Yep, go ahead. Let's look at the Ohio State-Notre Dame game. What are we basing our 17 points on? The quarterback more than anything else when you get right down to it. Yeah. They've got their stud back, and he is damn good, and Notre Dame doesn't. They're shaky there. So that's where your 17 points has got to come in, for me anyway. Yeah, Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, The Clemson-Georgia Tech game, we don't have a line on that one right now. Uh, We'll probably come back Monday and do that one. I think a half is what I saw. What is it? 22 and a half is what I saw today. I mean, what do you think? Quickly, and then we'll go to your top games. That's about right. I, I think so, too. I, I think I think Clemson, I think they're going to be a little better offensively and a little worse defensively this year. But Georgia Tech, I I don't care about at all. So, and Johnny's correct. When Texas loses, we all rejoice. Oh, yes. All it's right. You ride home. You said you've got fit. You got a top fifteen, right? Top fifteen. Top ones, but I've got some lesser games here. I'm just going to throw out in rapid fire, like you and uh, Jared like to say. Okay. And we'll go from there, and you just kind of tell me what you think. All okay. right. Sounds great. I've got like uh, nine of them. Here we go. Okay. All right. The first one we're going to Boulder, Colorado. Okay. We've got TCU fourteen points favored over Colorado. I can see Colorado covering that. Or beating that spread. I think you naturally tend to overrate Colorado every year. I do, but that's a first game, and it's at home. I, I And I don't like TCU. 
it's a lot of points. That's the key. Yep. I wouldn't touch it one way or the other, but I get where you're coming from because that's yep. a lot of points for TCU to cover. Okay. Here is a fun game. Okay. North Carolina at Appalachian State. Okay. Now, you think Appalachian State's not ready for this one? They're ready. The big school from the state is coming into Boone, North Carolina to play, uh, what are they, the Mountaineers. Mm -hmm. And Mountaineers are really, really good. North Carolina is shaky. North Carolina is a one-and-a-half point favorite. I'm taking Appalachian State in that one. Could be a good game. You're right. That's 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 gonna be a good one. I'm with you. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Appalachian State. Russ disagrees. He's taking North Carolina. That's, that's why this is fun. Yeah, and I don't know. I think that's a it's a toss up. I don't like North Carolina very well. Um, no. I I don't know. I just don't. So I've got. Right, I'll take Appalachian State. All right. What else? State in the top twenty five this year. Uh, Arizona at San Diego State. Okay, Arizona. Okay doormat of the Pac-12, absolutely pathetic uh, last year. San Diego State, pretty damn good in an underrated conference. They're only six-point favorites. I like okay. San Diego State is a six-point favorite in this game? Yes. I like yeah. San Diego State. I like that one, too. I think they will win by 26. Yeah, that one surprises me. I'll be shocked. Yeah, I, I will too. So that's one you bet. And if you miss it, yeah, what the heck? I have not dove into anything past the top 25. That would, I guarantee, well, I haven't looked at all the rest of them yet. But I guarantee you that would be close to my lock, if not my yeah. lock. San Diego State will kill Arizona. I think so. Yeah. All right. This one is, I'm just going to barely mention this because nobody cares. Uh, the Golden Hurricane, Tulsa, six and a half point favorites at Wyoming. Wyoming has a game under their belt. They were awful. Against Illinois, you got to think they're going to get better. Uh, Tulsa struggles on the road. Um, I'll just throw that one out there. That's something you might look at Wyoming, but that's not one of my favorite ones. I just throwing it out there. Uh, here's one: Texas State doormats, uh, whatever conference they're in. I think they're in the they're either in the Sun Belt or Conference USA. Yeah, and they go to Nevada. Nevada has a game under their belt. Wasn't too impressive, but they won. You know what? You improve more between your first and second game. That's what almost everybody says. They're going to get better. They're only one-point favorites at home against Texas State. I think that's a lock, too. Yeah, I would take I would take Nevada yeah. absolutely in that game. I think that's a good bet. Nevada, yeah, they beat New Mexico State. They went on the road also. I mean, I know it's New Mexico State, but they did win 23-12. to They're very inexperienced. That's the problem. Uh, but Texas State, not great. I'm, I'm with you. I think Nevada, Nevada wins. It's the fact that it's on. on it's in Nevada. Yeah. Uh, this one is all depends on how you feel about Spencer Rattler and South Carolina. Okay, this will be interesting. Do you think they're going to be pretty good? They had a kind of a, a, a Cinderella season. They weren't supposed to be very good last year. They got to a bowl game. They won a game. They're well coached. Now they've got him. I think he's going to have a new lease on life. Uh, not so much pressure on him at South Carolina. Uh, Georgia State, decent team, <coughs> comes in to South Carolina, and the Gamecocks are 12-point favorites. So this one depends. Do you think South Carolina is going to be pretty good? If you do, I think 12 is easily covered if you think they're going to be pretty good. 
I think they're going to be pretty good offensively, better than last year, and I think that's going to help them cover a game like this. Yeah. Uh, if you look at some of their scores last year, the games they won, they had to do it with defense most of the time. Um, like, you know, they, they went to East Carolina and won 20 to 17. They beat Troy 23 to 14. They beat Vanderbilt 21 to 20. Uh, you know, they beat Auburn 21 17. They're try they had to win really low scoring games. So, you know, if we're going to say Georgia State gets 17, the key is, is the South Carolina offense good enough to get 31, right? I think they are. So I think, I think you're right on that one. Yeah. That's, that's this one jumped out a little bit. Now, this one is tricky. SMU, which is going to be decent in the American Conference, which is strong. That's a strong conference. Goes to North Texas, has a game under their belt, came on strong last year. They won five out of their last six, beat UTSA. They beat UTEP 31-13 in El Paso last week. SMU goes to North Texas, 11-point favorite. So, again, do you buy into North Texas? Are they pretty good? They came on strong last year, got some players back. 11's kind of hard to cover uh, for an SMU team that's iffy, and I think they have a new coach also. Yeah, the SMU has a new coach. Oh, gosh, I'm thinking on this one. <laughs> That's just one I think is, is bettable if you believe in North Texas. Seth Luttrell's done a pretty good job at North Texas. That's good job. Their Big quarterback's game. not too bad. Huge game for them. Pretty good win. I, oh, I wouldn't take that one one way or the other. I think North, Te North Texas could certainly cover it. I think it could go either way, though. Yeah, and I'll tell you another thing. We've been down by there. That is one of the coolest football stadiums I've seen. At From a the outside for a yeah. little stadium, yeah. That is cool. It's right on the interstate. It's on, uh, what is that, I-35? Yep. There in Denton, Texas. It's cool. It really is. All right. Uh, I like to go by there when they're having a game at night. That would be really cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Boise State at Oregon State. Okay. This is a sleeper game, too. And, again, it's going to depend on how you feel about Boise State. Oregon State, two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Broncos. Now, I think Oregon State's going to be really good. So I would probably take them to win this. But Boise State's traditionally better. So that's a tough game. I would not touch that game with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> I just threw that out there. I don't know that I would either. That game... No, I'm not touching that. One. Let me ask you this: Are you surprised at Oregon State's favorite? Uh no, they cut. They were decent last year. They've got some decent players coming back. I, I can't touch that one. Okay. I can't go one way or the other on that one. Um, no, I can't. Nope. <laughs> it's, an interesting game. it's an interesting game. Yeah. Well, that's the ones I have for this week that I think are, are something you ought to look at. Yeah. Boy, there are some great games, really, this week. There is. It's a great week. Yeah, it's a really good opening week. A lot of dogs, like always. That happens. But yeah. Well, traditionally, tra traditionally, week one is really loaded, and week two is usually bad. Yeah. There's not much the next week. So. Yeah. All right. Before we get off, I'm going to look at our baseball scores here. I bragged on you. I have not looked at the baseball scores. Papa Dude's got Atlanta minus a run and a half. Um, and Samich has the Dodgers. Let's see. Scroll down. Scroll down here. Dodgers are behind. Not good. <laughs> Braves are ahead. Two to nothing. So, all right. Got to win. 
You got to win by two. My horse was two to one and got second by a neck. Kinder Carmouche definitely cost that horse the race today. So. Now, the rules are on dudes who bet. If all three of us miss a bet, there's no show tomorrow. Isn't that right? No, that's not the rules. <laughs> oh. not the rules. Oh, I thought one. <laughs> but you we you better hit yours because Samich is not looking good in this situation here. So um we will see. All right, that's it. That's all we got. Anything else before we uh before we get nope. out of here? Nope. It's good to be back though. It is good to be back. Best show we've had in a while, without any doubt. We're gonna do Monday and Thursday starting next week, right? What's that? Uh we're gonna start doing the two shows like we did. Correct. So, yes, we've been doing one show for this one for a while, but now that football's back, we, we have a Monday and a Thursday show. So we will go back to that Monday and Thursday schedule. What we'll do on Mondays is recap what happened uh, over the weekend. And then, of course, there'll be a Monday night football game this this week. It's college, but usually it'll be NFL and we'll talk about it. And then Thursdays, we will talk about the upcoming week. And so we'll, we'll do that throughout the uh, season. So, uh, yeah, six o'clock on Mondays. Now that is Labor Day. Is that going to affect your busy schedule? No. Um, we may move it to Wednesday nights because <laughs> Thursday night is blinkers off. So that's true. I we did it. I know what we did last year. We did it at noon. On I Thursday. didn't like. We didn't get as many people though because people are at work and stuff. So that's fine with me. Uh, I want to do it at night. So we'll do it six o'clock on Monday. Six o'clock on Monday and Wednesday. Okay. That work? Sure. I'm <laughs> All right. I was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're getting off the air, Nick. We can't answer these questions right now. No, but I will say this: I used to hate Labor Day when I was teaching because that was officially <laughs> the end of the end of the holiday, end of the whole thing. School officially got started the day after Labor Day. You knew you were screwed. So yeah. I don't, I don't dread Labor Day like I used to. No, I I I totally. Uh, hated Labor Day as well when I was a kid. So. Oh, yes. Now, I will say, uh, as an adult that likes horse racing, I can't stand it either because that means it's the last day of Saratoga. Yeah. But you're going to get a little bit of a break, right, from the high, the high pressure of big-time races for a little while, aren't you? For sure. You get a, you get a little bit of a, a lull until the Breeders' Cup, which is nice, yeah. but – uh, it was such a good summer up there. It, it was, oh, I, I, I had to fight back the tears walking out of that place Sunday. <laughs> so, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. I love Saratoga. Yeah, you do. I've got to get up there. I have to. Yeah, you have to. And, uh, our boy, our buddy, Sylvain, he's really mad that you didn't show up. So, yeah, I, I, I've got to get up there, but Sylvain's uh, got a little surprise for you. So just, just keep an eye out. So. But uh, okay. yeah, Saratoga, great, great season. Still got five more days left, but uh, I will not be back, and so that's right. sad. But well, all right, guys, gonna get off here. What? Hey, I will. I will see the coins in person uh, Saturday. I've still got it. I know, but I can't see it that well. So I know, but I'm just saying I've got it. Oh, I know, and I'll see that, and I'm looking forward to it. It's in my desk, along with um, some other coins that I got. Yeah. All right. And checks in your desk too. Oh, right? I've got some. I've got some. Uh, hold on, let me find your drawing. There, there, she sent me her drawings too. There you are, Papa Dude. Man, hold on, let me get this out of here. Again, and I feel like I look like a drug dealer, kind of. <laughs> yeah, a gangster in Vegas. That's what I look like. No. 
Uh, I think Jared. Jared's looks good too. I love Jared. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say what that looks like. <laughs> uh, it looks like a hippie. Jay. Oh no, this is my favorite shiny uh, right here. Nerd on a computer is what he was. Saratoga like. Slim and Borat Captor Capper. <laughs> very very good. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see what else we got here. Oh, sandwiches is good. Hold on. Let's see. Sami looks the same every day. Same every day. Here's Epicenter and Secret Oath. I've got all kinds of shit, man. I'm telling you. Uh, who's this? Oh, Barber Road. Here's Barber Road. Of course. She loves Barber Road. Of course. Barber Road. Do I like Barber Road? She does, right? No, she does, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Don't have uh, Sami? I did somewhere, and she sent it to me. Samich needs I don't to have myself either. I don't know where I did with. It. Oh, here's Samich. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. He works right. hard every day. That's anyway. I have a. I've got all kinds of stuff on this desk. I tell you. All right. That's yeah. it. We're getting off here. We are. We're done. Good to be back. Good to be back. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thanks, Shouty, as always, for being cool. And we will see you sometime Monday. We'll see you Monday. So, um, oh, no. Magic took away my closing, you idiot. Why did he do that? He's an asshole. That's why. Why would um, he do that? Yeah, my closing video is gone. I guess I'll just play this one again. All right. See you next time, guys. Like this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. If you do not agree with this, you're cursed.